You are listening to Talk from the Top Flight, brought to you by Tales from the Top Flight and powered by FMG. Hello and welcome to the cheeriest football podcast in the world. I am your host, the ever happy and delighted Ian Smith, joined by aggressive finger of Bob. Oh, come on. And <laughs> that makes it... That makes it sound like this. I've said something prior. But... Sorry, sorry. Well, allow, me, allow me to redo that. I've I've missed the tri- I've missed the trick here. I've missed the trick. Apologies, right? Like, apologies. Right. Yeah, take two. Hello and welcome to the happiest football podcast in the world. I am your host, Ian Smith, the most joyful man hosting a podcast today. I am joined, as ever, by sensitive lover Bob. Tell my wife hello. And aggressive fingerer Dean. Namaste, Ian. I actually live above that. (laughs) I, I wish that was a joke, it's not. (laughs) It's genuinely. Um, Yes, um, it's been a rather truncated week of football. Um, There's been some FA Cup games, but if you know anything about us, we don't like international football or cup football, so fuck them. Fuck them all. Fuck you, Emirates, and your FA Cup. Um, Yeah. um, So, yeah. When you were. When you were saying that, I pictured you standing outside a house in a dressing gown and slippers and holding like an old empty carton of milk. Get off my lawn! I I picked him aggressively fingering the FA (laughs) Cup. Welcome to Talk from the Top Flight, where we've been just just taken off the air. (laughs) Um, Yes, um, so we're going to talk about the the rather truncated Premier League schedule this week. Um, Lots of... Okay, nothing happened. I'm sorry. I, I just, I mean, it's been rough. But we're, what we've what we've done is I've managed to pick out something to talk about. Um, it's rather th- flown under the radar. Stoke City. They um they managed to lose at home to Everton. You know that team that we bully on a constant basis. No, not the one that plays in claret and blue. The actual one that plays in blue. You know the one that's the other Liverpool team. You know the well, shit, the shit one. The Liverpool reserves. Exactly. Um. Yeah. They. they Stoke have uh, struggled recently they sacked mark hughes which delighted us all most notably me sorry mike and um well unfortunately they brought in paul lambert and he won his first game seven games later no difference has been made gentlemen what the fuck is wrong with stoke can they stay up go on bob all right um well i well firstly i'd like to say that i feel sorry for mike because literally a few days ago uh, i mean mike the host of Tempo 10, I was talking to him and was like, you must be glad that we haven't said anything about Stoke in a while. Um, but apparently we were just storing it all up for now. But uh, I've watched it on Match of the Day. They, they didn't look like they got hammered. They had like quite a few chances and that seems to be what's happened to them basically since Lambert took over. He's made them better, but just not good enough. Well, that's what happens and, when your main striker's Mamba Ramju. Well, I think I think I said this way earlier in the season. I don't know if I said it on here or not, but about West Ham. But this definitely counts for Stoke. Is that I think they're going to fall foul of the same thing Fulham fell foul of. Try saying that quickly. Uh, a few seasons ago, when they went down, in that they have too weird a squad. They're yeah, just it's weird. Fun for me. <laughs> 
it's just odd. It's like when the AI's been let loose on FM and you just get all these random people, too many in the wrong position. And... Well, that's 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 an interesting point. That's actually an interesting point to make because when you look at the individual talent in that, Dean, surely like there's enough there for them to be a comfortable mid-table side. Like, this is a team that's finished ninth three seasons in a row under Mark Hughes. Yeah, I, I think your point about Mamburam Juf is basically sums it up, that they're crap up front. Like, prior to Hughes being fired, they were terrible at the back. Lambert's kind of sorted that out to some degree, like as in they've got better, but they just can't score enough. And, you know, they got Chubo Moting, didn't really, well, I defer to Dean, but I think he wasn't that great in Germany. He never really scored much. He was, he was the type of, he was at Schalke. He went from, I think he was at Bayern first, and then he went to the. Um, he was Mainz, wasn't he? Yeah, I was going to say that. It's one of those yeah. lower table teams, yeah. He went to San Paoli, I think, and then he ended up at Schalke. And then at Schalke, he was just a side player. Like, he was a bit like Franco De Santo. Like, Schalke have this habit of buying these strikers, like Franco De Santo, Adam Shalai. Um, get six goals Moulton. a season. Yeah, you get like six goals a season. If that, they're not great. Danny Welbeck. Or, 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 yeah. up, you know what I mean? And then they have no goals scoring. That's been Schalke's problem for the past few seasons. So when they sold Chupo Moting and he bought Guido Bergstaller, it's been, it was much, it, he actually got something, got rid of something that he didn't need for something he didn't need in a way. Do you know what I mean? And he got the goals out of Bergstaller. But anyway, I digress. Chupo Moting, is, he's not, the thing with Stoke, as we, as just to reiterate Bob's point, is that, they are decent defensively, but they've got no one up, up top, and they're sort of relying now on Shakiri. And Shakiri is not having like he hasn't set the world alight since he got there. I think Shakiri's one of them players that he needs to be in a good team to look good. Do you know what I mean? He can't be in this Stoke team and being have all this pressure on him as the main man because he's just not good enough to do that. He might he might want it, and to be fair, to be fair, to him, he looks like he, he enjoys it, but he's just not good enough to do it. So I think. He missed the trick in, in, in January by not getting a goal scorer. And that's down to Mark Hughes because, you know, he was in charge for at least half the month. And I, I agree with Bob, really. Like, he showed up at the back and I look forward to playing them. We've got them at home in mid-April. And oh, I'm looking that's gonna, That is going to be fucking chaos. It'll be carnage. Oh, through. Jesus. I mean, if you think Watford was bad, my fucking God. <laughs> I mean, they've, they've played. They've played a lot with a back three, haven't they? Stoke of like Zuma, Shawcross, Martin Zindi. That's three. Well, you know, Shawcross has been on the wane, but the other two. I mean, Zuma before his big ligament injury at Chelsea, he looked brilliant, and then Martin Zindi has been on and off, but still was part of a defence that got to a World right. Cup semi final. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there is there anyone that can get out of well from my eyes from the from what I've seen I think that the only people that can really come away from this season for Stoke with any credit is probably Jack Butland and Joe Allen. I wouldn't even say Jack Butland. Say Joe Allen. I think Jack Butland's been shown up. He's he's been rather exposed by his defence by a really poor defence in front of him. But then we're talking about him going as a forty million pound keeper in the summer and. Well, I mean, if Jordan, if Jordan Pickford's a thirty million pound keeper, then Butland surely is a forty million pound keeper because he be- is he better than Jordan Pickford? I'd because say this, this, I wouldn't this, say so. And yeah. well, this this kind of digresses a little bit, but I had this discussion with my friend Earl, uh, last night, actually. In fact, um, when we're recording this, of course, not as in Tuesday night because you know we're not <laughs> fucking magic. Um, um, but like, if you were to put together an England eleven right now, like, who would you put in goal? Big Pope. Unfortunately, I agree with Bob. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't. 
like and that's saying something about our, our, the, the we actually we actually dis- we we discussed it right and we put together the 11 and i um i concluded that england are fucked so <laughs> well um, we could have told you this that. is this is going to be this is going to be banter i i'm looking forward to the summer when you go out to fucking tunisia can't wait um but yeah no but i i, I digress of course um Surely, is it just a bad bad season for Jack Butland, or is he just a bad keeper? I don't. I wouldn't say he's a bad keeper. I'd like to think it's a bad season more than I think he's, still he's up been shown up. I think he's he been has shown up. shown up big time. He has been shown up big time. But is that uh, part, partially, yeah, partly. I, I mean, some of the mistakes he's made are down to him, like the goal against Leicester. That was just not concentrating on the flight of the ball. Do you know what I mean? And and then there's there's other goals, but I don't. I'd, He's not a forty, and I don't, I don't agree. If if John, if John Pickford's a thirty million pound goalkeeper, he's a forty. I don't agree. I, don't, I think John Pickford's John Pickford's a much better goalkeeper, to be honest. And I'm not John Pickford's biggest fan. But... I don't think you've ever mentioned that before. <laughs> I think slightly overrated, but then I think Jack Butland is massively overrated. How old is he? Twenty-three or something. Twenty-three. 23. I mean, in keeper yeah. terms, that's now, isn't it? Like he's got, he's got a while. Yeah, he's still, yeah. a million pound for him. I think with, uh, like, you know, he's made the odd error. I can't, other than the Leicester one, I, I remember him being involved in others. I, I can't remember him ever being particularly like terrible for long periods. You know, it's just the odd game, and that you know that might disappear with age. You know, Stoke wouldn't be nineteenth if they still had Lee Grant and goal. Yeah, Lee Grant played an absolute freaking blinder against us one game where we, it was like nil-nil or we lost one-nil or something. It's just, he did that thing that Brad Ferriedel always used to do. Yeah, pull it up and be absolutely invincible <laughs> against us. No, nah, Lee, Grant, Lee Grant wouldn't have led Stoke to 19th. It's clearly, your Lee Grantless is the uh, issue here. The thing, the thing is, we're, we're saying all this, they're still only three points away from safety. Like they've got the worst goal difference, but if they can. They yeah, just need some wins. That's can, their only. Can you see Stoke winning a game? That's the issue, right? I can't. If you give me two seconds, I will pull up the fixtures for you. Um, While you're, I, I will just make my point on Stoke, right? Which is I that I, I, I think that Stoke are sort of sleep, not sleepwalking towards it, but they're in the same boat hallway a couple of years ago where. They weren't a bad side. They didn't deserve. They shouldn't have went down. They just could not buy a win from anywhere. Oh, they're fucked. They could stop the slide. Oh no, they're fucked. They're oh god. Well, no. Oh god, they're fucked. Oh, they're so fucked. Oh, I wouldn't so... say. I wouldn't well, say that. Well, They've got... well, would you like me to read out their fixtures for you? Please. Well, I'm looking at it now, but I'll Sunday. Go... Sunday the first of April. Arsenal away. Seventh of April. Spurs at home. Sixteenth of April. West Ham away. So they might win that actually. Yeah, that that's three points. The twenty first of April. Burnley at home. So they're going to lose that. Twenty eighth of April. They get battered at Anfield. Uh, the fifth of May. The penultimate game of the season. They have Crystal Palace at home. And then oh. on the thirteenth of May, the final day of the season, they travel to Swansea. They're fucked. They're not going to win a game. No, they've, I don't. Win a they've game. got to. They've got to look at that West Ham game, especially at West Ham. Every West Ham home game now is. Basically, your home game. I think they're they're not going to win a game. I think they might. They've got a chance of beating they're West Ham, and then that's them done. No, they're <laughs> not going to. They're not going to win a game. I'm sorry. Even West Ham. Even West Ham will have bucked up their ideas. There's enough time for West Ham to like you know just get enough shit together so that they can stay up this season and move on and try well, to move forward. They're out at the moment now in uh, in Miami. Exactly. That's, that's, uh, end, that's bound to end in disaster. <laughs> and if you and if you want to read more about that, head over to more than just a club.com. <laughs> 
I can't help but have visions of Mark Noble getting into a fight with someone on a moped, you know. And uh, I, I love, I saw this headline because people were accusing them of like having a holiday, which, you know, I don't, didn't think there was any sort of sense to that. But sort of um, to get them away from everything. Makes sense. Yeah, I think so. But they said something about Joe Hart applying sun cream to, is it Declan Rice, the young kid? Wow, pedo. <laughs> and it, it was like, that sounds way creepier than it should. Yeah. <laughs> Homerotic and white. Nonsense. It's the fact as well with the age difference. He's like thirty, and like Rice must be like nineteen or something. Ah, he's has clearly, a clearly different so, age. Clearly like eleven years old. Yeah, it just Joe takes Hart. on a very different. Joe Hart, professional nonce. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, none of that was. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just allegedly. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, I think they've got they've got two stranger squad to survive. I do think, even though I was trying to defend their fixtures, I do think that they look like they're in real, real trouble. I think that Everton game, they had to win that. You know, Everton, a crap away from home. I'm sorry, but fifty. Like looking at their recent form, apart from West Brom, they've picked up three points in the last five. They've conceded 58 goals. That's, yeah. yeah like, if they stay up, there is a lot to look at. Like There is a lot of internal sort of... And a lot of inward looking at like shit. We have done a lot wrong here. Who do we need to get rid of? What do we need to change here? Because something's I mean, the, wrong. The thing with Lambert though is that he did get Norwich out of the Championship. Like they might stick with him, and he might be all right at that level. Um, and out of that squad, I don't know how many they'll be able to get rid of. Well, that's 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 another interesting <laughs> point. Who would leave if the Everyone? if Stoke went to the Championship? Because I imagine it's only Butland would all. leave. Butland would be a, yeah. a whole property. Shakiri would probably. I think Joe Allen as well. After that, leave, and and it's a big slap in the face because they're, they're all fucking mercenaries and they've all got a big as big a part to play. Yeah, but I can't. People. I can't wait until uh, Bojan shows up at Burton Albion next season. <laughs> yeah, or uh, or Affalai. Yeah, Ibrahim Affalai. God, is he still there? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, Mark Muniezo. Muniezo is out on loan, isn't he? Did you own it, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Who, are actually, who, are actually, yeah who are actually doing very good, so he probably made the right move. It's kind yeah. of like Fabio Barini, who technically is still a Sunderland player, but is currently playing for AC Milan. Yeah, got it right back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but Sun- but Sunderland, as in Sunderland, bottom of the championship, destined to go to League One. <laughs> Can't wait for Shrews to batter these next season. Gonna make a <laughs> long that game. Oh, uh, oh, you mean Stoke? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say because uh, Shrewsbury will be going up. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, where are Shrewsbury right now in the league? Uh, second in League One. Oh. I think we have got a couple of games now. No. Uh, are we getting ahead of them or Blackburn? No, Blackburn. Blackburn, Blackburn, Blackburn. are top. Yeah, I, I knew Blackburn today, were top, but I didn't realise Shrewsbury were that high. It's quite it's quite tight to be honest. Yeah, did two two go bottom Mike? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's yeah. four in the playoffs. It's four goals in the playoffs. God, we've talked about League One almost as long as we've talked about some Stoke players. Probably probably because after Stoke players deserve to be in fucking League One. <laughs> it's because we're too excited about the video game podcast coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me and Bob, me and Bob have got like semis thinking about it. Well, hang on, speak for yourself. Um... I'll just uh, remove my penis from my hand. <laughs> yeah, tuck it under my uh, joggers. Wow. Pretend you're a girl. Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Mummy, look at him, girl. 
I, uh, I once Bob had... has a mangina. Bob has a mangina. While I was at, while I was at uni, I uh, worked out how to do a sort of catwalk walk, and I now occasionally like drop it out at uh, well at work, and it freaks out one of the people that I work with. He gets really yes. upset when I do it. Yes, Bob, I can do that too. Yeah, because I've got really, I'm, you know, I'm six foot two, three. I've got really long, thin legs. I can sort of get the good hip swivel movement going. It, it's but it's very female, very feminine. The walk. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm. I'm five foot eight. I'm. I'm fifteen stone, and I've got an ass like Kim Kardashian. Oh. So it fucking swings for days, mate. Yeah, it's great. It's that easy to do. You just put one foot like directly in front of the other and allow your hips to swivel as you do it. Yeah, and you, yeah. you don't have to look sexy. Stoke. Yeah, stoke going down. How but... about that stoke? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm doing my favour. I'm trying to trying to pull it away as much as I can. Pull out, pull out as much as possible. Bob's pull out, Bob's pull out game is strong. I love how every every week Bob gets more and more sexual. And I don't, and I don't even like bring it up. It's you you put that onto me. I, he's just hang on a minute. He's just called you more sexual, but he described me as an aggressive fingerer. <laughs> Oh, that's because Bob's a sensitive lover, right? Yeah, every every week I say to Steph like, "Oh, no, look, you should you should definitely do <laughs> one episode. It'll be fine. It'll be fun." No, Hi, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Steph. It's in the other room watching can, Made in Chelsea. Can oh Jesus? <laughs> can we get feedback one week? I'm expect I'm expecting something like a tweet or something, or like you to tweet me and say, or you to message me in Slack and say, Steph says to stop saying sexual things about me. <laughs> I'm waiting just for that. Makes, just makes fun of my uh, of this the, all the time. Oh, good like, night. Does she? Yeah, I? I'm like. Does I'm she? Like, did, you, did you did you listen to uh, to it last week? Does oh no, I, I didn't didn't have time. You know, I wasn't going anywhere where I could listen to it. Does she? And then the other the other um, the other day she said, "I'll only start listening to it again when you tell them that uh, I'm better at you than football." <laughs> Just like, oh, so is that is that is that so? Well, Steph, number one, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> she's like, she's not going to um, listen anyway because she doesn't have the time, so it's fine. She's a uh, she's very very good technically at football. Uh, by technically, I mean you know she technical can, ability. She can, she can like, kick a ball. Yes, like, no, like really good. No, yeah. is, is she is she like Phil Neville good for women? Where he's like, oh, oh, well done, lass. Hey, well done. No, no, there's a there's a great picture that my mate has got. That I think my uncle took it actually of her absolutely rinsing me. It's a still. <laughs> it's a still, but she's like just done me, just like dropped the shoulder, it, and I'm going completely the other way. <laughs> this is what we want. The, we want the a, a game of longies. And we want it recorded. Oh, and you, I will, I will message you the rules of longies. Of, yeah, you know, Tuesdays like long. How can I describe this here? Of, uh, Five side it... pitch, right? One on one, not allowed over the halfway line. Ah, okay, that's. What, and you're trying to score? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. interesting. That's that's a that's something I've not heard before. I was th- I was thinking you were going to head down the line of uh, combis. What's that? That's uh, essentially headers and volleys. Ah, oh, right. No, no. Can't do that with two people. No, no, no. You guys, did, did you two play uh, Kirbsies? Yeah, yeah. Kirby. Oh yeah, Kirby. Yeah, <laughs> Kirby. Yeah. I just like to. They've Kirby. all got the same. Kirby, not the area in Liverpool. <laughs> they've all got no, the same no. suffix. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, yeah. no, Kong Kirby, is, Kong not, is, not the not Kong, the Nintendo. Yeah, pink no, blob. not not <laughs> the yeah, not the pink blob either. Um, no, yeah. combis was essentially headers and volleys, where um, if like you could only score on a header or a volley, it couldn't bounce beforehand. 
Um, if it hit the post and the keeper caught it, uh, you didn't switch keeper. If the keeper caught it on the full, you switched keeper. Um, if the goalkeeper threw it up in the air and you scored from a volley, it was two because that's goalie's gift. And uh, um, so yeah, so every keeper used to just bounce it hard against the ground. Um, and whoever was in goal when it reached ten, yeah, um, it ass. Yep. Yeah. Also, yeah, it, like you lost the point if you went off target. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah. No, but like if you if it was on zero and you went off target, you went in. But if you hit the post, that doesn't count because like that's sort of a middle ground. But yeah, I, 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 in, in my previous role in my job as a sports coach, sorry to just talk over and trample all over you. Ah, it's alright. <laughs> but in my previous role as a sports coach, I, I had to, we I used to go from like centre to centre. We used to get moved centres. And I was in one centre and they had like a completely different set of rules to when I went to the next centre where they could let it bounce and everything. It was like there's so many different versions of Eds and Volleys that's, that you'd have, you'd have to write a text. Yeah, that's that's the board that's the borders way. That's the uh, yeah. that's the proper way. It's the man's way. Yeah, it's proper. Like, it's also a woman, with... it's also a woman's way because we're about equality here. Ooh. I uh, I just Ooh, messaged like... I just messaged Steph saying I finally said uh, you were better at football than me, and she said Snake, are you just trying to get me to listen to your podcast? <laughs> well, since she's not going to listen to this, fuck you, Steph. We don't want you to listen anyway. You're out in the dressing gown again. <laughs> Bob loves us more. <laughs> yeah. Banging on the window with the milk carton. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> Should we do a who who did a good and who did a bad? That's fair to say we've all done a bad this week. <laughs> <laughs> who did a bad this podcast? Yeah. Um, before we do that, I'm going to take 30 seconds to go and grab another Guinness from my fridge. No, don't. <laughs> yeah, put it down. Bad, such a bad idea. <laughs> it's not. It's a great idea. I've got literally three left, so I might as well. See if you can get rid of them before 11 o'clock. I thought you were going to say before the end of the episode. I was like, don't do that. <laughs> well, I, might be able to, I might be able to achieve that as well. Put, put, a, so, put, a, put uh, a spoon in it. <laughs> so, while we wait, music, please. Oh, I'll do the Kirby theme. You know. And we're back. And it's seamlessly for who did a good and who did a bad, our weekly segment where we figure out, well, who did a good and who did a bad. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory at this point. I don't know why I need to explain it. Anyway, um... Try to remember who started last week. Uh, I think it was. I started last you week. Did oh well, there we go. Oh no! Thank God someone listens to this fucking show. <laughs> so Bob, who did a good? I know you can only sort of beat who's put in front of you, but Mo Salah did a good. Mm, 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 mm. I think Ian's got a drink in his mouth. No, no. yes, I do. I do. It's a alcoholic beverage, but <laughs> my seventh of the evening. Um, really. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually not that bad. I haven't ate yet, so Dear. I'm no, just I, pressing this pressing the silent alarm under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 not been seven in quick succession though. Like I've been drinking steadily since about ooh, half one. So like it's a bit What sl- were you what were you gonna say? Um no. Mo Salah, right? His four goal haul was impressive against Watford, etc. etc. People comparing him to Lino Messi. Mm, too yeah. far. That's too far. 
Yeah, it is. It's too far. Like, look, Mo's great. Mo's fantastic. Myself and Dean love him. He's He's been an absolute revelation, right? But nobody was expecting that. He was a good player, but to make him, what, the second or third best player in the world because he's had one good season is, you know, it, it's a bit ludicrous. This is the kind of argument that we had with Harry Kane. Now, do I think this is an... an, an and do I think this is an, an anomaly? If I can speak, yes. Uh, I, I, we don't know yet, right? But I think that we shouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves. I think this is, we don't want to, you know, get to the point where we're expecting, you know, 40 goals a season from him. I think, you know, 20 goals a season, if this is the kind of sort of end product that he's providing, I think 20 goals a season is a fair and reasonable target for him. You know, if he hits more, that's grand. But me personally, if I'm viewing him moving forward as the air, as like the same as Messi, I don't think he's going to be successful. I don't know about you, Dean. I don't know about you, Bob. But like that's my personal view. I just think that it's ridiculous to compare him to Messi in that. I think that we should sort of look at him, like sort of temper the expectations a little bit. Yeah, if Real Madrid are listening, then yeah, he's not that good. You <laughs> <laughs> can get a four. I was I was just gonna say I think it's like mighty unfair on Salah to conf- compare him to Messi because yeah, Messi no. is like a once in a generation sort of level talent. It's just like. I, just not fair at all to uh, yeah. Salah. I was going, I was down a rabbit hole on YouTube the other night, and I I ended up on like a channel called Messi Magic, and it showed like games, uh, classicals where Messi cha- made the difference. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's a step. He was a step above at like nineteen. Like yeah. it, it's frightening. Like in at it's like eighteen, he was the best player in Spain. At twenty, he was the best player in the world. I I definitely think that there's an argument to be made though that Salah's the best in the league. Oh you know, yeah, that's that's definitely an argument you can make. Which is which is for what Liverpool when Liverpool bought him, I think they'd have thought like you know, well, hopefully we'll get a lot out of him. Whether they'd have been like this guy's going to be player of the season, that might have been a bit of a long shot. So it's been a great signing. He's really good, fun to watch, which is a key point I think, especially for Liverpool fans because you know when you have turgid shit football you get angry like under Hudson or, or towards <laughs> the or towards the end under Brendan Rodgers like sort of last yeah, you know, was rough he's exciting to watch Salah like that goal against Spurs um, that he sort of the hat trick came goal, out of nowhere the hat trick goal on Saturday yeah uh, the game against Arsenal where he told them he didn't really do anything particularly impressive other than being really really fast and aggressive but the, against Arsenal he ripped them to pieces you know, as long as he's not playing against Ashley Young, he's he's fine. I, I could I could feel I could feel the steam leaving <laughs> Dean's ears. I think it, that, that that's the thing that's been really like you know, if you put Messi in the situation Salah was in last last week, it wouldn't have mattered. Messi would have still done something, and that's why it's an, it's completely unfair to yeah. make right. that. I think it, he'll he'll score. I, I'm I don't think this is a an anomaly at all either. I think he's he's good for it, and he'll do this. Maybe he maybe won't hit this height every time, but I think, like you say, he's getting well over twenty for goals and assists every season, probably higher still for the two. I don't know unless don't, unless don't they balls everything up around him. Don't get me wrong, like he's I mean, I agree with Ian, like the, and the key phrase there was one good season. And that is all it is. I mean, he's had he's had he's had a couple of good seasons in Italy, but not like not until this level. You know what I mean? And I don't think anyone saw this. I think when we signed him, everyone could say that's a very good signing and it fits the bill. But it's it's. Not, and I don't think anyone saw this coming. I think any time you think a player is going to get forty goals a season is an anomaly. Twenty goals, yeah, is acceptable. But for now, 
let's fucking enjoy him for what he is. Let's yeah. just enjoy what he's doing. And what he's doing is is sometimes superhuman. And uh, yeah. so so far as well, he's, he appears to be a nice bloke, which is even yeah. better. Yeah. Tekken Dixit United. He's the Egyptian king. And he's, like and even, he's nice and Suarez was. Oh, yeah. But like... You know, after United got knocked out of the Champions League, he's doing digs. Like, you want that, don't you? Yeah. yeah. To all the Liverpool Damn fans. Wing. Salah, 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 Salah. The Egyptian king. No, but here's, here's like, the messy comparison. Here's where they become ridiculous. Is like, I recently watched, the, the Bundesliga made a video on Robert Lewandowski, like, uh, or I watched an old video where, like, it showed all 100 of his goals for Bayern Munich. And, like, people who are like, oh, Harry Kane's the best striker in the world. Go and watch that video. I tweeted it out. Robert Lewandowski is a cut above everyone else. It's actually frightening how good he is. Yeah, I see now you're Twitter today. Oh, it, it's genuinely if it's take the ten or so minutes to watch that video. And some of the goals are so like they seem so simple, they seem so basic, but like like it's frightening how good he is. Some of the touches, some of the like the speed, the strength, the composure, the skill, like the, the awareness, just to know to be in that position that the balls may, might drop here. Like I, I could be, I could get a goal here. Like Lewandowski's a cut above, and it's the same with Messi. I remember watching uh, when they Dortmund played Madrid and beat him. Did they beat him four one? Yeah, at, at yeah. home. Lewandowski and he got a hat trick, didn't he? They or did he get all yeah. four? Watching that game, yeah. That one he scores where it's like I can't remember if he's drilled into him if he drops down, but he like sort of takes a touch, pulls it back, and then hammers it in. Like, oh, he does all of that in like two seconds. That is class. I know yeah. exactly what goal you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, like is... we were watching that in the pub at uni, and it was just like, holy shit! Like, yeah, no, you know. genuine, genuinely. If you uh, follow me, if you go to at Longballfoot and look through my recent tweets, I don't tweet that often, so you'll find it quite quickly. But genuinely, find that video or go on the Bundesliga YouTube channel. Find that video. It's frightening. But, uh, that, that's my good anyway, Mo Salah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like obviously we've on. we've poo pooed it a little bit, but you know for Real Madrid. Well, I was I, is, I wanted to do it. Egyptian king. I wanted to do it more as sort of like I don't think we've taken the time to talk about just him, other than last I week when we were sort of saying he hadn't been great. So I think we mentioned him occasionally, but we haven't really talked yeah. about sort of. To be to be fair to myself and Dean, we haven't really talked about Liverpool like praised them that highly. Like when we have, it's been brief. Yeah, uh, but we have fucking leathered into them this season. <laughs> We try, yeah, but we try not to do. I mean, it's not a, it's not a Liverpool podcast. It's exactly. an Everton podcast of anything. <laughs> let's, let's continue on that. It's, it's, that a West, it's a West Ham hatred podcast. Yeah. Well, what are we gonna do if West Ham go down? We're gonna. What are we <laughs> gonna do? Stoke go down. Championship podcast. <laughs> Mike's never gonna listen to it again. That's one less listener. We can't afford to lose one. <laughs> not Mike. Like we can't lose Mike and Luke. Okay, that would be like our entire fan club gone. <laughs> fan club is a strong. I say fan club, but anyway, Dean, who did a good this week? Well, I'm about to surprise you. I hope not. Is it going to be Everton? It's it's not just Everton. It's Cenk Tolson. Right, Cenk. Okay. I mean, I'm, I, I can't. I'm going to be honest. Not surprising in the slightest. 
Well, he's proven now that he can do it on a cold Saturday afternoon in Stoke. <laughs> I'm just surprised he can do it on any cold afternoon. Any, right. any but it's do cold. We, do we do we hold our hands up and admit we were wrong to write him off? Nah, it's, he's, I mean, yeah, like, he scored four, four in his last three, but Nikichi Yalovich scored every game between when he signed to the end of the season. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a tangle, he's a tangle of season striker. And he, even that, do you know, is, is that good enough for you for your starting striker for £27 million? Pound? Uh, is if you're ever in. But on Saturday, he was very good. And the past few games, he's been very good. His finishing is very... Um, is, I don't want to use the term again, but very good. Um, but very good. He seems to just be giving them something up front, like a fo- he's just a focal point, which is not what Rooney was able to do early in the season. It's not Calvert Lewin's game for as much as he tried to make a Calvert Lewin's game, and he and he tried his hardest and done a decent job, considering you know he's he's not that type of player. And uh, Chen Tosin's making a decent fist now of being a link man, but also being a focal point for them. So I, you know, the twelve points off delegation now. So unfortunately, it looks like half runs over in, in on that scene. But we, you know, we've got them in the derby, and I'm not genuine. I'm not worried about them. I would say, but the, at least now they have like a credible threat to, to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, I I I had him on the last FM, and he was very good at my Santa Tien team. So that's that's all I know about him, really. <laughs> He scored a few goals, so there you he, go. He's got on FM last year. He had nineteen for finishing. Oh, was right. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, the rest... Who's that fucking Who's like? It's not Chantosen. It's some other fella. Is it possibly <laughs> Barack Yilmaz? That's yes. him. <laughs> it was phenomenal it was on FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. I can't take players like that. Who's have got shit technique, but boss finishing. Oh, he's now weird. he's now honestly. 30s. Is it? Is he at um at, at that Turkish team that have money now? No, he's in China. No, I think. Isn't he, no, he went to China and he went. I think he went to Bursa Sport because I had him on the last FIFA on all right. the team and he was quite good. Him and uh, Informer Bubakar was absolute chaos. Bubakar's class. Oh, Bubakar's just like a big fucking brute. My good this week is Luke Shaw's agent because he's going to make a fat fucking agent fee from Luke Shaw's transfer this summer. Uh, poor Luke. Job. Right, can I just say, Jose's job is to, like, if he's not going to use the player or he's not going to, like, get the best out of him, shift him on. So he obviously thinks he can get the best out of him. Jose's clearly not doing his job, but I've served this up on a platter. Take it away. Yeah, well, that that can be my bad of uh, specifically Mourinho, I suppose, because th- this podcast obviously counts for the severe game too. Which I'm sure I was going to say. <laughs> anyway, worst worse than that was that I actually went, no. so I was there. Bob, yeah. I did think about you when I was watching it. I did. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I honestly, I, I honestly had. I was working that night, right? So I was like completely out of it, and I didn't realize what was going on. And I got a message from my friend, and he was like, "Who's a Man United fan?" He was like, "So if we go to extra time and Sevilla score, and it finishes one all at the end of extra time." Will we go out and away goals? And I was like, yes. So clearly it wasn't going well at that point. And then he goes, oh, we fucked it. And I was like, oh boy, this is going to be good. And I looked at it and I was we, like, oh, this is great. We totally deserved it for being shit houses out in Spain. You know, to go there, to play for a nil-nil when away goals mean so much is just No, but then to play defensively, suicidal. To play defensively at home, to not try and go for it. Oh yeah, I mean, that too. Like, you know, Sevilla, known for being crap at the back, Oh. Their two midfielders and Zonzi and Benega love to have time and pass it, and we just gave them so much time. Start Fellaini, why? Don't know. Take him off. 
Pogba can't get into the game uh, and, and has a nightmare. You know, you got you play Rashford out wide on the left against Liverpool. He, you know, has a field day up against the right back who can't be particularly much better than Alexander Arnold. All right, let's put him on the other flank. We'll put Sanchez there. Sanchez with his one trick of coming inside all the time and, you know, then drilling it at Lukaku surrounded by three players. And then, you know, we play shite, we get beat, deserve to lose. And then to come out with all this shite about, oh, well, we've been shit for, you know, this club's crap anyway, so what do you expect? Uh, this, all right, these Mourinho, Mourinho is deflecting. His post-match, his yes. press conferences in the last that's... week have been deflections. They've been yeah, entirely deflections. Entirely deflections. I thought it was more sort of to no, try and save his bacon. No, they're deflections. They're deflections yes, from he, the true problems. Best off players, Bob. Don't be fooled. But this is what uh, he like does. People this are still what, talking about how shit we are. This is what Mourinho does. No, everyone's talking about Mourinho. That's why he called Matic an island of personality. Literally, <laughs> it's like a shit version of the Living Colour song, right? What I imagine the man Matic is going to walk out at Old Trafford like fucking CM Punk. <laughs> right anyway, on, what's, exactly. what, what, best what in the is, world what is he getting out of what like, is, berating what them is, like what that is, what he's getting out is he took the pressure off them before the Brighton game and then they didn't perform so then he's berated them and everyone's like oh look at Mourinho so no one's actually concentrating on the players the only player they're concentrating on is Luke Shaw who by the way I think has actually got a rough deal it was oh, yeah. to be honest he hated himself now by coming out and saying that he's looking to move you know what yeah. so, I'm rightly fucking so I'm sorry but if like a manager in any other job was like right you know I, I think you're you know you can do a great job in that but then like you do you do what you, your job it's maybe it's not perfect right and then he comes along and fucking browbeats you for five minutes or whatever, browbeat you to every fucking cunt that listens. You're gonna want to leave, aren't you? Like that's think... not that's not acceptable in a normal job. And you can't say football's like a normal job because at the end of the day, they pay you money. It's still employment. Like yes, Just... it's obviously different in some ways. But like I I am fully behind Luke Shaw if he goes. You know what? Mourinho's been a total fucking ass. I could go somewhere else. And I said this to my pal. I went, you know what? I actually think Luke Shaw would probably be best going to like somewhere like Spurs or Chelsea or something and just fucking tearing it up. Chelsea fan. He's already well. He's already said in the past how much he likes Pochettino because obviously he worked the, uh, with him at Southampton. Yeah, I, I actually think you know United have been linked with Danny Rose. Obviously, Daniel yeah. Rose is probably on the outs since the summer, and I think his injury has helped Pochettino sort of make his choice. I think Luke Shaw will probably end up at Spurs this summer. It wouldn't be surprising if they if they just swapped him over because he he clearly wanted Rose. I um, actually I think United would probably give Spurs money as well for Rose. Oh yeah, yeah, it would have to. It, it wouldn't be straight. You'd have to do that. The, yeah. the thing I find most telling about the last few weeks with all these rants and stuff is that we're now afterwards we're getting leaks about the camp isn't happy or you know people are upset at Pogba's attitude or they can't believe the way that they're talking about Luke Shaw and all and, and it's leaks not coming from Duncan Castles like it's no, it's... no it would never come from Duncan Castles because he's currently blowing Mourinho <laughs> no but when he leaks Nons. stuff it, it's always like Nons. you know Mourinho this, Mourinho that, but I think the the insinuation is that it's supposed supposedly from Carrick the leaks. Yeah, 
Well, that's a bad uh, one. Yeah. I, of all the people, like I'm sorry, but that's absolutely nonsense. Well, he's he's the the most sort of Ferguson man left, isn't he? You know. Yeah, but even still, like he might not be happy about it. But I think Michael Carrick is at the point of his career. Like obviously, it's coming to an end now. He's announced he was retiring before the Sevilla game, right? But I think Michael Carrick at this point in his career has the balls to walk up to the manager, and he's a senior enough figure. Like he's 36, and that. Well, he he would he, he, he would walk up he'd walk up to Van Hal, he'd walk up to Mourinho, and just say look like you know I appreciate what you're doing you have your methods right and I don't want to step on that but here like you know some players like I'm trying my best but some players are unhappy and I just want to warn you ahead of time I don't think Michael Carrick would leak anything I think, just, I think Michael Carrick it, has the balls to fucking stand up to any manager it's just what I read on a on a site that it was I mean the leaks I'd read lots of places but then it was, was it, on a specific site that was it was it manunited.uk no then you can't you can't trust it <laughs> I'm sure they reported it too. Um, I, I, I think, I think with Mourinho, I think it's just he's he's, had, he's in a position that he's been in before, whereas the whole the media is sort of getting on his back and getting on the team's back. So he's just like retreated into like a, a default position for him, which is to just come out fighting and 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 to to sort of deflect blame onto himself, so no one saw him on the team. And, yeah. and it's so that's worked in that sense. But at the same time, I think you've got players at Man United who who aren't happy for whatever reason, and they're using. I think they're using in private any stick to beat them with. Uh, yeah, yeah, and. I don't know if you agree with this, Bob, but again, I was speaking to my friend who's a United fan, and I said last night, I went, I don't see United winning a trophy this season, I don't see them winning a trophy next season, and maybe the season after that. I don't think that squad's good enough. I don't think that team's good enough. I don't think that team believes in the see, manager. My, I, my... I, I, don't, I don't think United are going to win a trophy. And I, and it, it becomes an issue. Like I don't think that United team's good enough. I think you've just bought one big player every summer and thinking that'll paper over the crack. I, this is an Angel Di Maria situation almost. I said when Angel Di Maria came in, everyone was like, oh, United are going are gonna to win the league. This is going to be great. And I went, he's papering over the cracks. There's so many problems at United. Angel Di Maria is not needed. And lo and behold, he was sold after a season and he wasn't needed. I, I Well, I would argue that he was needed. It was just, as you say, there was lots of other problems. Yeah, he couldn't just put him in. But we still need him now. That's, that's the... But I think... We've got to remember that this this team did win things last year. As shite as those pots were, they didn't do it. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think they'll win anything this year. I think that draw against Spurs is catastrophic because Spurs will beat. I think the other two we could have done, and then hopefully the other one would have knocked out the other one, and then we get us v Southampton in the final or something. But. No, they're, they're not going to win out this year. The thing I'm most terrified of is that in the summer, he sells off the people who he doesn't trust, i.e. Martial, Pogba, uh, sure, but, uh, and then brings in people he does trust. And then what if, like a lot of these players, they don't work either, and then he just takes it all down with him like he's done everywhere else, where do you, where and do then you we go, move backwards. Where do you go post-Mourinho? They'll, I, I think if they have any sense, they'll throw all their money at, uh, well, someone younger. Someone, but, uh, someone, someone made the point on Twitter to me. Uh, well, not to me, but like generally, it was like um, if Mourinho sees out his contract, then Matic that won't happen. Matic, no. Yeah, but Matic, <laughs> Matic would be thirty-four. Like that's the sort of legacy he would leave behind. Oh yeah, but I mean, there's there's absolutely no way he'll finish that contract. He'll either that. be fired or resign. I know that. But, but Nemanja Matic is already towards like thirty. Mourinho is here on a win now like attitude, and he's not winning. I think like, as well. The other thing that that squad, you know, they have not been great this season, and we're still second. I know that 
you know, we're, Liverpool are very close and we've still got a big chance of ending up fourth. But we, we're not that bad and we are terrible. Like, you know, it's just it, the most infuriating thing. And again, it's similar to comparing Salah with Messi is that I know that Ferguson will get that team challenging. Like, it would be right up there, but... That's true. Ferguson Ferguson won the But game. he's a magician, you know. <laughs> I, like... I, will, I will always say, look, I don't like Alex Ferguson. I'm sure Dean doesn't either. But nope. that final, that, his final season, that team was shite, but they yep. won the league at a canter. I mean, I was... Legacy was leaving that shit team behind for the next man just to deal with. Exactly. The, the thing that... I mean, this week on the opinion thing, tomorrow I'll, I'll be writing something that will be a sort of negative attack of the manager. And... Part of what I was going to say was like, people are like, remember Ferguson's team of 92, 93, 99, 08. I, I think you can go back to 2011, 2012, 2013, and it is miles better than what we're doing now with a way worse team. Oh, 100%. You know, with like Anderson and Cleverly in central midfield. Darren Owen up, Owen up front, Obertan wide right. Oh, you know. If you look at the team, I can't. They, they showed when we played Wolfsburg with Van Hal, they showed the team that last played against Wolfsburg, and I think we won the game like 3 0, and it is awful. Michael, <laughs> like, Michael Owen scored a hat trick in, in that game. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's woeful. It's such a woeful team. But, but it's just, I think what will happen, uh, what I would. I think, well, another thing that I have queued that eventually will come out, it might not be until they fire Jose, is the possible replacements. And the sort of people that I'd imagine would be in the frame, you'll have obviously the one the media are putting up forward all the time in Pochettino. You've got Diego Simeone, Ancelotti, Tuchel, Allegri, people like Jardim. Like all of, the, I think what they have, what they have to do, and it sort of goes back to what you were saying, Ian, that there's lots of problems. They have to. I don't think the board will do this, but have a plan for seven years, regardless of manager, and then put in a manager that fits that plan. If you know what I mean. I, I think I think the thing with United at the minute is the two from boardroom down the two the mindset is too much on being the biggest club in the world. Yeah, and yeah. and that, that stinks right throughout the transfer policy, even to the appointments of Mourinho. Yeah, you have to go out and get the best player in the world or one of the best players in the world every summer. So where I actually think that Mauricio Pochettino will probably be the best the best suited the best replacement because he's quite a balanced manager. He doesn't he doesn't overly attack, he doesn't overly defend. He sets his teams up to be a balanced team. And that'd do well for United at the minute coming away from the ultra defensive Mourinho with this over reliance on, on big name players and, and going more for Pochettino. We'll bring through youth players and yeah. work well with, and he's got that youthful zest about him because he's so young. We've we've got as well the under eighteens currently atop of the division in in the thing. You know, the under twenty threes are having an absolute nightmare. But the under eighteens, like and a lot of them are sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. You know, there's there's a there is a decent amount, you know, so, a lot of them will fall away. But you know, so, Imagine uh, what no, 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 no. And uh, no. that's yeah. yeah, that's that's a scary thing to think of because I looked at a Reddit thread recently and it was like predict your team at f- in five years' time and it was like from six years ago and people were like yeah. Spurs fans were like ah Harry Kane he might be a rotation option you mm. know? like Liverpool fans but, you know like we, Martin, Martin Kelly at centre back and fucking our our, uh, our team with uh, Lingard Pogba Morrison Lingard's a myth. Oh look, come on! He's had a great season. No, he's, Lingard's a myth. I'm sorry. He's deservedly, I, I made this, he's deservedly I made in that point. England squad. No, no, no! I made this yeah. point entire. I made this point entirely. Right? He might deserve to be in that squad, but he's not going to function in that England team. Jesse yeah, Lingard. I, 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 Jesse Lingard is a fucking is a fucking poor man's Danny Welbeck. 
Honestly, he goes Ooh. to any other club, he gets found out. He gets found out. I don't I'm not having this Jesse Lingard is a fucking great player myth. It's a myth. It's an entire no, I myth. Think, I think Jesse Lingard, like Liam Neeson, has a very specific set of skills. Yeah. And I think does. the, the does. team has, to be, Mourinho, has, but has moment, to be in the right... That's why I think he enjoys playing with Lukaku. I don't think you could, you could go anywhere else and do what he's doing at United because he, he was... Lukaku's probably the perfect foil for Lingard. Like, Lukaku will hold the ball up. he bring other people into play, but he allows Lingard to bomb forward and run beyond Lukaku as well. I watched, I watched Danny Welbeck play for Arsenal in Milan, and he was fucking wank. And he's a wank player, and I've told everyone he's a fucking wank player. I told everyone Yanezai was a wank player. No one would fucking listen to me. I told, I'm told i telling everyone Jesse Lingard's fucking wank. And he fucking is, by the way. Right? Be, he's done a, he's done a, look, I, I will admit he's done a great job for Mourinho. He's done a great job for United. Things work perfectly in that system. Take him out of that system, he's never going to function. I think in, in the summer, it'll be brilliant to come on for the last 15, 20 it'll, when they're knackered. He's very clever as well. That's the thing he's got over he's only, he's only the got, other people in the tent. He's only got three games to fucking make an impression anyway because England are going out of that group. Well, if we're, if we're going to play this back three with the two behind the forwards being oh, Kane... You're fucked. You're fucked. England are Then fucked. I think those two will probably be Sterling and Ali, Sterling and... Uh, Rashford, Ali, Rashford, yeah, a combination of them, maybe Lallana, whatever. And oh, then you've got Lingard for the last 15 minutes. I think that'll look all right. Yeah, I think if, if, if England do that, they are fucked because <laughs> by that thing you need to sit in midfield. As yeah, well, that's that's the big problem, yeah. yeah. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. You're but fucked. yeah, I think... This is look, why this is I, why we don't qualify for tournaments so we don't embarrass ourselves. This is his first this is his first season where he's been consistently in the team. But he's a in, in our season where we have... You know, we're we're very high up the table. He's got a lot of goals and assists, and has changed a lot of big games. And I think he's got to be praised for that. He had one hot spell over Christmas and New Year, and Man United fans think he is the best player in the world. It boils my piss. It boils uh, my piss beyond. I still don't think he's like you know he should be in the Madrid side. No, he's doing all right. The number the number of games he has completely he's gone anonymous in this season. Right? Should I? I I could list off all the ones where he's changed the game or or won it, which he's done a lot. I'm sure you could. Yeah, but. Like I, you could probably list a number of games that he was anonymous in. Like uh, I just think, Jess, I think Jess, Jess, look, Danny Welbeck was this exact same a few years ago under Alex Ferguson. Everyone's like, oh, Danny Welbeck is going to be the future of England. He's great. He does a great job. You know, he can play wide left. He can play through the middle. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He can finish. He's shite. He's I mean, Welbeck. Fucking, Welbeck never had a season this good though. He's fucking right but he played regularly for United well for United fans fans rated him he only played regularly for us for one year really the 11-12 where he actually did alright in that season and then when we got Van Persie we started playing him wide left and he dropped away that was it was it was a year really that he was sort of held up you know what Jesse and that's going to be the exact same with Lingard well, I we'll just, see at the moment Mourinho's building his side running I, just, cause... I, I have a I just have a hunch I can just see it just see where Jesse Lingard's going I, he's a myth it's just like Dean has said on previously on this podcast Mesut Ozil's a myth just going through our fixtures now we've got the Watford game the Arsenal game oh, the Burnley game I can't wait until Jesse Lingard scores five goals until the end of the season everyone tells me I'm wrong I'm not look he might not do anything between now and the season but I'm just saying he definitely deserves to get praise like, for his season this, so far. On this season, yes, he deserves credit. I yeah. will, I will admit that. I think in the long term, he is a myth. This is an anomaly. I think, I, I just think he's not the type of 
he's not a one matter. You know what I mean? He gives you something completely different to one matter. I think he's more like an auxiliary striker. Yeah. And, and this is what I'm saying. This is why he he would prefer to play with Lukaku. But I can see what you're saying, Ian. If you drag and drop him into another side, you don't get the same out of Lingard as what you're getting for him at, like, at, um, at United. He's decent, but he's not great. No, but I think he would he would work. I mean, if you put him in the England squad in the summer and you're playing more than one man behind the striker, then Lingard will be in there. Lingard, Lingard, Lallana, and then pick anyone else you want. But this this is another this is another issue I had. I wouldn't pick it Jesse Lingard for it. I would have him in the squad. I'd have him as an option because he deserves to on his form for this season. He's played enough. He's played regularly in a position that England aren't, you know, overly abundant in. And this is maybe something we can talk about on a future podcast. Um closer, I think closer, closer to the World Cup. But you know, that's I, where I, I that's what I would say. I I don't think he should start, but no. he, he's definitely one that if he can be used in very specific situations when we need to do something, you can throw him in to change things. But then, but then you're, it's you're taking, you're yeah. taking, yeah, it's a massive risk. Well, yeah, but I mean, they'll they'll come games where whoever is starting in that hole will not play too well, or you know, or whatever. Is, I think I think the problem you're gonna have with Lingard in England is that. Deli Ali practically does the same job as Lingard and yeah. marginally does it better because he offers you a little bit more. Yes, but he's a cheating cunt. Exactly. But he's a he's a bastard of a cheating cunt and by, he's, by the he's way. probably a lot stronger, a lot tougher, maybe not as quick and may not get as many goals, but he offers you a lot more in terms of all-round play than Lingard does. Um, yeah. Yes. Anyway, I have realised that we need to get Dean's bad and my bad. My bad then. Go for yeah, it. it. My bad is um, West Brom. Because even when you go ahead, things change to shit. That's fair. Moving on. <laughs> They're going down. They're dead. They're gone. Yeah, poor parts. They've, yeah, they've lost our six games. They're t- they're 10 points clear of West Ham or 17th right now. And West Ham it's have game. a game in hand. Yeah, it's game over. Like, I'm sorry. Five defeats on the bounce, at least. There's, I think it's seven in total. They're what? Four games? Three games? From relegation, yeah. I hope it's send them down because I hate them as well. I'm sorry, but three wins all season. They deserve to go down. Yeah, it's time to go. First two games of the season and then one under Alan Pardew. Will they Will they bounce straight back? No. I would say they would, even with Pardew in charge. Oh, I'm not too sure. See, I don't think many people from that... I think the only people that will leave from that squad would be maybe Higazi, uh, Ben Foster and Rondon. I think everyone else would stay. Boing, boing. That's all I'm saying. Boing, boing. Yeah. The boing, boing baggies. Get some uh, classic derbies next season with Birmingham if they stay up. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, should be a Midlands team? Throw them in the derby mix. Oofed. If uh, Villa don't go up as well, I don't know. There, there's quite a gap between them and uh, Cardiff and Wolves at the top two. Wolves are they getting pulled back though, aren't they? Yeah, but uh, there's like seven points between Fulham and Cardiff. I think Fulham are third, oh, right. and Cardiff are second. So, I, I, by the way, if... we could be talking about Neil Warnock next season. Well, I just want to say this is my tip for next season. Cardiff are going to go down as the worst team in Premier League history. Ooh, not a bad shout. Though we said that about Huddersfield, like let's just maybe cam yeah. it. Maybe cam it. I would say I would say they'll <sighs> probably go down bottom. Of the, I imagine Neil Warnock will get sacked halfway through, and Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer will, will arrive. Oh yes, please. Remember when his head fell off when Suarez put six at him? Oh, that was oh, great. That was fantastic. Like they scored three goals and they thought they were boss, but that was it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that boss that day. What a game! God, I, I can't imagine why we didn't win the league that season, considering we conceded three to fucking Cardiff. <laughs> anyway, Ian, who's your bad? Um, uh, we'll go. We'll go with Huddersfield. Sure, they lost. There you go. Sorted. Um, yeah. I mean, there wasn't too many bad performers this weekend. I mean, after you've, we, we after covered, you've done West Brom, yeah, you've, yeah, we, you've covered we covered Stoke as well. 
can't even look into the into the um, the FA Cup and say there was too many bad performers either. To be honest, no, it just went as expected. Sort of Swansea by being so meek, but not like you know, as you say, everyone would have thought they'd have lost anyway. Yeah, same with Brighton. I tell you what, what I'm about that though was the the interview from Carvalho after it was basically, oh yeah, we know we're not we're not as good as Spurs. So does that mean you just turn up and don't don't have a go down, lad? Yeah, you just fucking, you just let them win. Oh, it's sound. Oh, yeah. There you go. Off to Wembley you go. Yeah. Right. We've. I think we've made it. <laughs> Somehow we have pulled an hour out of our arse from that. Um, yeah. Yes. So. Um, if Somewhere to, in there is a podcast potentially. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at Longballfoot. You can find Bob at Bob J Priestley. You can find Dean at D underscore Man Seven. You can find Tales from Top Flight at Tales from TTF. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Acast, and other fine podcast providers. If you search for Tales from Top Flight, you'll find us and you'll find one game at a time. Uh, you can head over to talesfromtopflight.com for all your football reading needs. And until next week, where we will be full of joy and happiness, as per usual, goodbye. Goodbye.